Hi, I'm Hazel. Hey, it's Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to Clarity's Hush Podcast. Welcome to the last of our three-part work from home special. That's right. Look at us in similar outfits today. Yes. <laughs> we really got a lot of outfits, our girls. Very oh, comfy yeah. outfits today. I love it. <laughs> okay, but today we are going to end this three-part work from home special with something a bit more serious mm. compared to the first two parts. We're going to tackle something that um, has been on our minds since COVID-19 started. It is about how the pandemic has impacted our social and mental health, okay? In the many good, bad and ugly ways. So, um, we are going to talk about a lot of things, but before that, one question for you girls. Okay, right. both Jimmy and Zura. What is one of the biggest losses you have experienced due to the pandemic? Wow. wow. Where do we start? Huh? <laughs> okay, I think I know mine. For sure, 100% I know the is... answer. Really? We stay together. Huh? Okay, one, two, three. Traveling. Travel. Ah! <laughs> Honestly, you know, Singapore is so small, right? And and traveling was such a escape for a lot of Singaporeans. And we haven't been able to do that in over a year. Exactly. I managed a trip in like February. And back then, right, the virus was already around. It wasn't like so rampant, right? We didn't know much about it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get one last one out before shit hits the fan. Lah. And where did you go? Um, I went to, okay, I went to Bandung for a music festival. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> if only you had known how serious it was, right. I don't think you would have dared to even go. I know, because now that I think about it, right, like 30,000 people. Oh, it's a miracle. What about you, Hazy? For me... I'm gonna say happiness. Happiness in in this in terms of hanging out with my friends, you know what I mean? Oh, my okay. social life. As you all know, I'm a very extroverted kind of person. I, I love spending my days outside with friends, with my colleagues. I love the human interaction. And I yeah. think the pandemic just sort of like took all of that away. In this sense, yeah, I think I lose some happiness. But in other ways, this happiness comes back to me. I have more time with my family. I spend more time like working out via Zoom with my friends. It's something fresh. It's something new that I've never done before. So I think, yeah, COVID-19, we gain some, we lose some, I'd say. I think that is exactly what it is. You know, mm. it's been really tough on a lot of people for the last year. So today, we really want to talk about mental health and dive deep into it. What are some ways you can, you know, take care of yourself during this pandemic? Right. We also found and would like to share with you guys some resources online on how we can better cope with the ongoing pandemic and hopefully they can be beneficial for you. Definitely. But we're not experts, yeah? Mm -hmm. We'll share with you, you know, what worked for us, what we tried and what we think, you know, might help. But I think if you feel like you require that bit of extra attention and help, please seek advice from the professionals. That's right. So um, just now we mentioned some of the things that we miss. So for Zura and Jamit's traveling, for me, it's the human interaction with my friends. So how do you girls cope with this loss? Okay, honestly, for me, right, I'm very much like Hazel as well. We're always outside. Mm. And for me, I gain inspiration and it drives me when I'm with friends, you know, when we, we sit down for conversations. It's something that I do a lot. So when last year happened and when the CV hit us, right, I thought that, you know, I was going to be okay because at the very least, I was still going out to work every day while people were at home, right? But actually, I found that after a while, it really took a toll on me because I couldn't sit down with my friends. I couldn't have that exchange of ideas and hence there was a lot of like pent up, you know, there was, there was no release. 
And I was very uninspired. I was absolutely uninspired. I think there was a time where maybe like for two or three months, I wasn't on social media at all. But then when I saw people like Hazel, she really was one of them. And she was so active. I still remember uh, she continued her subscription style theory, although she wasn't going out. So she ticked pictures and her pictures were like her staircase la, and you know it was like I literally recognized those places but like the fact that she could still keep going and like do stuff like that it really made me like okay I need to find other sources of inspiration now that you know conversations or like sitting down hanging out is off the table exactly I think sometimes you know when we think about oh we can't travel we can't see our friends it does seem like such superficial things but this is a very very serious loss right I think a professor at Monash University they did say that um, all these are things that we it's normal to feel sad about so validate your own feelings and don't think like oh I shouldn't even be feeling sad about these superficial things and the other thing I feel, right, is that there will be some people who will invalidate your feelings and tell you like, oh, you know, all these things that you're talking about, that you're complaining about, these are privileges that some people don't even have. But, you know, I think because we were so accustomed to it and yes, obviously, you know, hanging out, travel and things like that, they are privileges and we do acknowledge that. But I think because it was a respite for us, right? You know, it was a, it was a release for us, right? So when you take that away, it becomes... Everybody tries to cope in their own ways. Mm, I yeah. agree. Finding a release, like an outlet for all your negative emotions and feelings, it really, really helps. So like what Zura mentioned, for me during the circuit breaker period, I was actually more active on TikTok. I have had a TikTok account since like years ago, but I never ever put it to use. It was only until the circuit breaker period that I started to scroll TikTok out of boredom. And I tell you that shit is active. It's so addictive. It's super, super active. And I started to do like more dance videos and um, workout videos on TikTok. And you know what? It actually helped me get a better kind of regime in my lifestyle. And that's incredible. I never thought like TikTok could do this for me. Can you imagine going through a pandemic without the internet? That would be so lonely. Oh my imagine goodness. Imagine our parents' time. Oh my gosh, what would they have done? Even my mom is like on her phone now every day, her smartphone, playing different games, watching the news, talking to her friends via WhatsApp. She has so many group chats now. Wow, <laughs> she's very easy. cool. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm so thankful for TikTok because that is where, you know, during CB, Hazel and I decided to do a dance together. And that's how, you know, our friendship started. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We decided to like sort of do a duet. It's like very popular on TikTok, right? Mm. We never knew like, an app like this could help us bond together in the first place. In a pandemic. And remember when everybody was on, uh, what was that? House party. Right. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Well, so mental health experts have mentioned how loss of access to a lot of coping activities um, due to the restrictive measures and being stuck at home in an unconducive environment like um, poor family relationships and or abusive parents for some others. Um, they are unfortunately contributing to our emotional health and i'm talking about the negative aspect of it so um some of our listeners they have actually contributed their own opinions on work from home so someone said my dad plays mahjong every day and it's so damn loud Pong, uh. wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about your dad even my neighbors from the next block playing mahjong i can hear that hey, you can hear i can 
here it's super loud that's crazy mm. being at home it truly does um, open you up to a lot of different things especially because we do a lot of recordings at home live streams from home then I'll have dogs barking my mother shouting from outside oh my goodness hey, but I can relate to this other listeners one of them actually said stuck in the same wall 24-7 hey why are you in the wall come out come <laughs> <laughs> in the same space la, the confined same, yeah. yeah so maybe it feels a bit like um, suffocating suffocating yeah mm. that's right that's right and my sister for example she's on work from home so every day she faces that same wall just a computer and that wall and I I, I can't even imagine you know 9am to 6pm daily it's, it's tough la. we gotta give it to it. I really cannot imagine first of all I can't imagine myself with a desk job much less having to sit there in your house and I think throughout the pandemic right something that I thought about a lot was you know we're very at the very least we're very privileged that we have good homes to be in but imagine you know people who are stuck at home in environments which are not great for them if they're stuck with perpetrators, for example, I think that's very, very hard. And I think that's also the reason why we've heard many cases in the past year. We've also, you know, seen statistics of, you know, the hotlines having an, a major increase in callers. I, I read this thing where this person said, you know, staying at home, social distancing, keeping yourself safe from the pandemic, all these, all these are privileges and all these can only be done when you have the means for it, right? But people with less than that, I think that's where the challenge really comes in. Yeah, I, I think Azura is right. If you're stuck in a bad situation at home, maybe it's an abusive situation, you, there's no escape because you're confined to your home, right? And I think a lot of people that work from home also find that they're expected to still work after office hours, still reply to emails because you're at home. That's right. So this is when I want to share with you, um, earlier in April, which is just two months ago, a study by AIA Singapore found that 9 out of 10 Singaporeans have said that their mental health has declined in the last year. And this is very scary. Eh? This is 90% of, of Singaporeans, you know. That's a lot there. Exactly. And like, um, experts have also pointed out how people are also anxious on losing jobs and unable to find another due to the current economic climate. In fact, my mom lost a job because of the whole pandemic last oh, wow. year. Oh, how, how did she take it? I don't think she took it very well. So she spent every day at home and she's just like, you know, craving to get out because she's like me, we have to go out every day. But I think she made good use of her time. She likes to chant and pray, right? So she just uh, made use of the time, staying home, chanting, get, getting her mental state back um, to how it was previously. And fortunately for her, now she has found a new job. Oh, that, that is, is great. great. That's so good for her. So yeah, now she's going to her office every day because her job is not, is not one where you can work from home. But to her, it's great, you know. So what about you girls? Do you know of anyone who got retrenched due to COVID-19? Not necessarily, but I think it was really difficult for, for parents, right? Especially if they have young kids because the kids are home from school home-based learning and and I've seen like on meetings with my boss where the kid is literally coming into the meeting yes and, and just asking her like mommy mommy can we play and you can just tell the parents oh, look no. defeated while you're doing your kwasha huh yeah while well, I'm doing my kwasha <laughs> but yeah I, I think a lot of people you know faced um job insecurity over the last year and because of that 
that's probably why mental health declined as well. Absolutely. And we, when, you know, when you talk about mental health, it's not just one thing, right? It's a buildup of many things. And I think this pandemic really released like every single thing that it had for us. Because first of all, your releases were taken away from you. And then these other challenges were, you know, placed upon you, right? You know, there was like job instability. People were worried, you know, they didn't know what was going to happen. And then you have kids running around uh, with HBL. And I know that a lot of people are complaining about HBL as well, that, you know, it was more work for the parents than anything else. There was also, you know, people were coping with working from home, like completely, something that they probably didn't do in the past. The hours, suddenly it was, there was no fixed hours. People expected it to be available all the time. People were doing work at every single like time, right? Because there was no boundary anymore. There was no more like separation between work and home. And then the release, like, all gone. You can't sit down outside. You can't go out. You can't, you can't shop outside if that helps you. You can't travel. And I think a lot of people tend to travel. So a lot of us are just like losing our minds right now, right? Right. But like what Zura mentioned just now about um, the working hours. A lot of times we are stressed because our bosses email us or text us, right? But we don't reply. But if it's out of your working hours, then don't, you know? This is your mental health at stake. So this is just my personal opinion. I know it can be hard to, to not just reply to that text or that email, but you have to be disciplined. You have to be focused in order to get yourself back in shape. Exactly. You have to set your own boundaries, even though, you know, this is a situation that none of us ever expected. But I wanted to ask you guys, right? So what in, in terms of like what you feel you worry most in this pandemic? Is it your job, your health? What's really gotten you guys stressed? What I really worry about a lot is the health side of things. Yes, I have to say, Circuit Breaker feels less scary than Phase 2 Heightened Alert. To me, for some reason. Yes. Oh. Um, Phase 2 Heightened Alert feels a lot more worrying for me because I think of all the unlinked cases. Suddenly, there are clusters building up everywhere. The recent Bukit Merah one, and then like there's Ion Orchard, there's Westgate Jam, and it's just... It just freaks me out. Yeah, exactly. And and I think for, for me personally, and maybe for a lot of people, in their 20s especially, I think... No one expected this pandemic to go on for as long as it did. And many people had to celebrate their milestones, graduations, 21st birthday, all in the comforts of their own home. And a lot of people felt like, wow, most part of my 20s are being wasted. By the time this is done, we'll all be done. No! Tell me about it. You know what? I actually had a dream to go to China what? to just sort of learn some more things. Mm. But it obviously cannot happen because of the whole COVID. And by the time this pandemic is over, I think I'll be too old for it. No, <laughs> no, no. Never no. say never. <laughs> but it's a fact, la. it's a fact. But yeah, and what? remember how, you know, at the start of 2020, we were all like, this is going to be my year. Yeah. <laughs> my ass, more like, hey, no, la. just kidding. La. <laughs> okay, okay. So it, it's hell for me. What about you girls? What do you worry about the most about this pandemic? Actually, I have a bit of regret there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now that I look at it, right, because so many people were so quick to adapt during that time that many people actually managed to, you know, make full use of it and leverage out of it. You know, we saw so much creative work come out of the pandemic. There have been like tons and tons and tons of songs that were clearly written during the pandemic, about the pandemic. And, you know, Hazel has mentioned before this that, you know, she managed to do something in the comfort of her own home digitally. But I think for me, right, because I was stuck in that, okay, so for people who know me personally, they know that I'm a boomer, la, right? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
But she's on TikTok now. Yay, she has three videos Join so far. Join the <laughs> Yes, three videos. It has been three months. Still three videos. You all wait lah, huh? Until the next one. Okay. <laughs> but I think because I was so... It was hard for me to get out of that funk for a bit. It took me a little bit longer. Um, I, I really did struggle in that time, I feel, to just get out of that funk and get, you know, inspired. I was so uninspired. Nothing was inspiring me. So there was a period of time during the CB. Around the CB was when I started falling into this rabbit hole, uh, in this rabbit hole called Korean drama. <laughs> Before that, I never watched. I tell you first, huh? Which one are huh, you watch, huh? Last year. Many, many, many. <laughs> I can give you a full list. Huh? Crash landing on you. Was the first one. That was the start oh. to everything. That was the problem. So that was when I fell into this rabbit hole, right? There was a period of time because I had no release for my emotions. I know I wasn't sad because I had nothing to be sad about by right. And I just wanted to get it out. So there was a period of time. Every day, I... Progressing. <laughs> Come <laughs> Yeah, very dim yellow kitchen lights. Huh? So I would turn off the, all the bright lights. I'll sit in the kitchen. I don't know why the kitchen light. Don't ask me why. Nobody knows why. So orange lights and I'm there on the floor and I'm weeping my eyes out. I'm bawling every single day. I sit there crouched in the corner and I cry and cry and cry over people who don't even know I exist lah. Like Song Joong Ki. Eh? But it's Hyun Bin and Sonia Jin. Sonia Jin Bin, oppa, oppa, oppa. That one can cry, no problem. That one can cry. I can, I can cry. cry. I hold others that like, oh. oh. But I'm sure you're not the only one, you know, like um, indulging yourself in Korean dramas just to let out some emotions. In fact, I think that's healthy. I don't know, like, it made me so sad. At some point, everyone was like, honestly, I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Know. You came out the other side and you live to tell the tale. So good right. job, Azura. <laughs> We're proud of you. We're yeah, but you know you. what? On that note, right? I, I am very, very worried about something with this pandemic. I'm worried about the loss of culture because you see all of our old hawkers, they're all shutting down one by one. They can't really support themselves. They can't go digital. And this is culture, essentially, that we're losing slowly. But what's heartening to see is um, some hawkers, with the help of some young um, teenagers, um, they just help to put up like a Facebook post or an Instagram post, for example. And many people flock down to the stores to support them. There has been like more than one case that I've seen on Mothership already, and that's really, really heartwarming to see. Exactly. It actually, right, okay, because I had this discussion with a friend um, sometime, I think a while ago. So there's something that I do on my radio show once in a while of which, you know, because these hawkers, they don't have the technology or, you know, they just can't adapt to it, right? They don't know how to use delivery apps and things like that. So I get people to call in and tell me where their favorite hawkers are and that people should check it out. So I hope that helped. I don't know if people actually went, but, you know, I think we all try and do our part to sort of just, you know, when we are given the opportunity, I think conglomerates and huge chains, fast food chains and things like that, they will be able to withstand this, no doubt. But it's your independent hawkers, your independent small restaurants, cafes. I think those are the ones that really, really need our help right now. If you can just, you know, run out to get it instead of ordering, if they don't offer delivery, I think that really helps. For sure. So that's for our F&B hawkers and here in Singapore. But I have one question for the both of you. What do your family members or your other halves worry about most about this pandemic? Okay, so my boyfriend runs his own business, right? And oh. I think businesses have really taken a huge hit. After Circuit Breaker last year, they 
they were really struggling, I think. And this year, he actually told me, dear, I don't think I can survive another circuit breaker. That really broke my heart to hear because I, I don't own a business personally. It must have been so ridiculously stressful for those who do. My goodness. It made me so sad to hear that ASAF, I got nothing to do with my car, but I'll still calm my horse. You want me to do what? I promise. ASAF, I buy you coconut. <laughs> That's how I can contribute. But yeah, I, I guess like that's for business owners. Um, So for my sister herself, she's an employee. I think she really worried about losing this job, getting retrenched due to the entire economic climate. I think this is the woes of employees, all employees out there. Even even us, for example. Like who knows what will happen tomorrow, right? And I think... It's toy, 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 But I think... It is a legit concern, a legit worry. It's true. Actually, um, I think somewhere last year, Aaron had a little scare as well. I think he had a little like retrenchment scare and that freaked the shit out of him because at that point, I think we just bought a house as well. So it was a very big concern, right? Because, you know, the financial market was not great at that time. And um, because his company has been in the process of sort of shifting their operations overseas to places where labor is a lot cheaper and things like that. So when the pandemic hit and the CV and everything, I think they were downsizing teams in Singapore. They thought that, okay, you know what? This is the time we cut all the Singaporeans. We move everything overseas. Then what happened? I think he was very stressed and he's the kind who gets stressed. Anyway, um, everyone's bosses um, listen to this because sometimes... Shout out to everyone's bosses. He's Everyone a great worker. Yes. He's, a, he's a great guy, great guy. <laughs> it's happened like a couple of times now where they're like, Hey, Irwana, I was listening to this thing. Then I was thinking, is that your wife? Ah? And then suddenly she mentioned your name. And I was like, oh, yep. Hello, everyone's bosses. Hi. Hi, everyone's bosses. We love him. Yeah, we love him. We love him so much. But what happened? What happened? Um, so he was very stressed and he was very scared, I think. And he's the kind who will think and think and think, right? And he can't function when he's stressed. Uh, whereas I'm the sort who will like, ah, yeah, you stress also, you think also, you can't do anything, right? So Yeah, it's beyond <laughs> your control. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think um, we're very thankful that it didn't happen, that they still retained um, teams here. So um, he still has a job. We're still okay. Right. So, you know, moving on, if listeners out there listening to us, you're experiencing this anxiety, this stress, we're just going to share with you our tips on how to keep your mental health in check in just a while. But before that, here's a note on how seeking mental health help is not all doom and gloom. So psychologists have pointed out how the increase in those seeking help may be due to the COVID-19 for sure. But it could also point to greater awareness of mental health issues and reduce stigma in seeking professional help. So please don't feel paisei or like xiasui or like, you know, don't dare to do, just make that call. If it helps you, go ahead, go for it. Yeah, and this increased awareness of, you know, mental health issues can also contribute to lots more initiatives, lots more funding in this area. So let's keep talking about it and let's really make it an open and honest conversation. Mm, That's right. And I think if you're afraid about what people might think, you know, the stigma and things like that, I hope you just remember that you don't owe them a living. You do what you need to do for your own self. Word, mm. word, babe. Louder for the people in the back. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so here are some helplines where you can seek help from. Right. You can always call out the National Care Hotline. That's 1-800-202-6868. There is also the Samaritans of Singapore, 1-800-221-4444. And if you need more helplines, you can get it at stayprepared.sg slash mymentalhealth. So there's a menu bar and then you can click on I Need Support Now and that's where they can give you, you know, helplines and the specific supports that you need. Right. Hey, FYI, this is totally not sponsored, okay? We're just oh. bringing this out because we feel that, you know, it can be helpful, be it for yourself or for your friends or family members who need it. Absolutely. And, you know, this is non-exhaustive. These are the things that we know of. If you know of other hotlines, you know, other helplines and things like that, just share it with us and we'll be more than happy to, you know, share it with the listeners of Hush. Definitely. And if you are in a situation at home where it's a dangerous situation, not you know, serving you well mentally, maybe there are some resources that you can turn to as well. Just know that we're always thinking of you and we're always here to talk to you guys. So, you know, we, we did talk about this, I think, reducing stress while you're working from home. And we all have our different ways. Hazel said that she likes to write down everything she needs to do. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I actually do. She, she is. <sighs> can I show you guys? Can I show you guys? Please do. Show Please. it down. Come, come, come. Okay, while you do that, I'm going to tell you about Hazel. Please laugh. <laughs> Eligible guys out there, wipe this woman already. She, she really is the best. Left. She will message me, right? A whole list. She'll tell me, baby, don't forget. Do this, do this, do this. Bring this, bring this, bring this. Okay? And I'm like, oh my god, I love you so much. <laughs> then you marry her la. <laughs> it cannot oh, taken, taken by <laughs> everyone really, yeah. but I really enjoy making lists so this is like my to-do list okay <gasps> you're kidding oh my gosh why so neat one huh? it really yeah, nice it. it's very therapeutic and I like to draw little boxes here so whenever I'm done with it I just check yeah, and wow. I've done it for like a long time already. Wow. This is like journaling, you know? Hey, for a to-do list, uh, it makes you look very it makes you feel very calm when you look at it, huh? Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. And I look back, you know, um, I, I see what I have accomplished for the day and I feel good about myself. Wow. So this is a very easy trick for you to relieve stress. Never underestimate the power of freaking to-do lists. There we wow. go. There we go. Because when you check it off, it's like Yes, I Ooh, did something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I made my day productive. When I grow up, I want to be like Hazel. Yeah, <laughs> but we are already grown, huh? You realize we yeah, are your, your, your book is bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of her boobs, uh, Azura, yes? you mentioned that you like to walk around at home. Yes. <laughs> That's your way of reducing stress? Yes, the, the two hour idle period that people say I spend on every day, right? So when I get very stressed, um, it's sort of like a way to organize my thoughts. You know, sometimes you just like so many things in your mind that you don't really know where to start, what to do. So what I do in that time while I figure out, like, for example, I'm going to start on task one, but I'm figuring out how to get task one done. That's when I pace around the house. I see, yeah. I see. What other, you know, tips do you guys have for our listeners to reduce stress while you're working from home? Well, I think my answer is super apparent. It's like almost every day on my Instagram story, go for an exercise session. Like, yeah. I really enjoy my... Hey, why? See that judging face? Why? No, really, I really enjoy my workout sessions, be it just like um, a post-dinner 30 minutes walk or a session in the gym. Or a five-kilometer run, for example, if I'm feeling like it. Or sometimes, 
Yeah. We live very near, like, can you show me, please? Show you to run, oh. is it? That's right, give you another easy tip and trick. We host every day for four hours. Oh. Stand up for the entire four hours. Firstly, it's easier for you to project your energy. Secondly, you're actually burning more calories when you're standing instead of sitting. So for people working from home or in offices, um, you know, you can just get a higher sort of like table. Just do your work standing up. What if Mediacorp uh, bought us all those treadmills? Yeah, that's why I said this, ma. Because I want... Uh, <laughs> then we can walk, walk, walk while we're talking to air. That's a very good idea. Exactly. Uh. Sure fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Me at least. But yeah, you know, you can like take a, a slow stroll while doing your work on the treadmill. Good idea, huh? Really, really. Good idea, good idea. idea. I think personally for me, I would say making TikToks. But to be truthful with you, sometimes uh, making TikToks gets quite stressful. <laughs> I would think so as well. Yeah. The number but, of drafts, man. Exactly. But the time flies when you're making a TikTok. But last year, I think what really helped me down when we were all at home was kind of like cooking dinner with Asa for the whole family. So we would make like take our time to make really, really nice meals and and seeing the enjoyment on their faces, that kind of made us feel a lot better too. Hey, don't bluff lor, you also online shopping. Hey. <laughs> Both Jeremy and Zura, they really indulge in online shopping, but there's no right or wrong. As Sorry, I don't know what you know, you're talking about. Yeah, you make your own money, you spend them the way you like it, you're happy, it's great. Hey, but honestly, right, nowadays when I go to like MBS and stuff like that, the queues are so long, it's crazy. I'm just like, is it your travel money that you never use? That's why you're spending so much? Hey, I think so. Eh. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The queues were never this long in the past. But now it's just like sneaking, even on a weekday. Remember that day? Who are? Jeremy. Oh, remember? Oh, we were there like on a weekday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And the oh. queue was like to the other shop. Do you remember? Yes, the queue outside Chanel was oh, ridiculous. Oh. Were you there? Were you there shopping for my birthday gift? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't go into Chanel. The queue was too long. Too long. It was so long. But yeah, there's so many ways to you know practice self care and really keep your mental health in check. And and I I always believe in positive affirmations. It's something I've started since last year. So every day, right? You may call me crazy lah, but I'll look in the mirror and I will say. Um, I'm a bitch. I'm a no. boss. <laughs> no, I'll just say be very specific about the things that you want to happen in your day. For example, my shoot will go well today. It will all be great. The client will be happy. You know, I'm going to have a great day. And I really feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. Especially if you smile and you say it. It makes a difference. Yeah. So can I share with you guys something that I've been practicing only um since the past week? Okay. So uh now I have been um sort of like getting myself to write down three things that I'm thankful or grateful for that happened in the day. Oh, yeah. So I will share them on air. What I'm grateful for today. It can be something as easy as I had a great meal at home. Uh, it can be something as easy as uh, it's raining today, but I got to MediaCorp safely and I'm thankful for that. Or it can be something like I managed to squeeze in time for like a 30 minutes quick brisk walk after my dinner before my show. Hmm. simple things but once you put them down into words or you verbalize them you will feel that eh I actually feel better about myself that's so nice mm. such a good practice mm. thank you well, she's so wholesome like, yeah. really oh, I love oh. it wife eh. oh. oh. <laughs> then today on your show can you tell them that you're thankful for harsh recording of can, course yeah. more specifically can you be thankful for us yeah. always <laughs> always <laughs> always in my mind what are you talking about oh my gosh <laughs> okay but actually on a more serious note right i just want to address that you know while we're spending a lot of time at home and while a lot of people are struggling you know to get out of what they were used to and to adjust to this new norm i think there are also people and it's also very normal for us 
to fall into this little space where we feel or we see how much people are doing and we feel like I'm not doing as much, I'm not doing enough, um, you know, I'm not getting my life in order at home and things like that. And I think it's important that you cut yourself some slack and not feel bad about it, yeah. that you don't compare your progress with someone else's, you know. If taking the day off to do nothing, if that helps you, then so be it. It doesn't matter if somebody else, I don't know, ran a marathon that day. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And it could be something as simple as putting on a face mask, lighting a candle and basking in the smell of the candle, right? And there are so many different things you can use for self-care. If you are someone that loves like journaling, and smelling candles and all that, definitely I think you can go onto Zalora, find a whole bunch of different items and just take care of yourself. There's even tech items like headphones. If you love listening to music, I know we all do. And I think um, on that note, I also want to share how important it is to document your day. So for example, you went online and you bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, when the parcel arrives, take a photo of you like unboxing them. I think oh, it's important to... You I know, don't dare. <laughs> because everyone will scold you, hello. <laughs> no, but I think it's important to keep track of the little things in life. You know, so when you look back, like what Zora mentioned just now, when you see someone else like, ew, her day is like so packed, you know, where does she get so much time? But you feel like you did nothing. It's actually not that you did nothing, you know. Maybe you forgot about them. Maybe all the little things, they slipped, you know, off your mind. So it's actually important to document them and then like look back on your day and think that, oh, actually I did this today. I received this today. This made me happy. Many, many little things that you can do. That's true. And, and you know, let's not compare ourselves to other people. Right. We're all unique. We are all different. And we all have different ways of coping and helping our mental health. Um, I think personally for me, sometimes getting dressed up, you know, wearing nice yeah. clothes, even though we're at home in Frumpy. Yeah. So I just wanted to show you guys. I think we're all we're all in similar outfits. Today. Yes. All of the trimming. Yes. So cute. Mine. Yeah. Look at mine. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so these are all really comfy, like work from home. I'm literally just wearing a blazer. You could wear anything on the bottom. No one knows, right? And these, we all Jimmy's from... wearing her panties. Hey, Nothing excuse else. me. <laughs> I am wearing panties, la, but <laughs> inside or outside, huh? <laughs> Wash already or not? On my head, la, later. <laughs> yeah, so all of these, we got them from Zalora, and I think they've got such a huge range of very comfortable loungewear. Great for work. That's and right. Very reasonable prices. Exactly. I also want to shout out Zmart where you can get snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Snacks a lot. Jeremy, for you to replenish your snack tower in your room. <laughs> Expose me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Remember, we had like candles on one of our episodes of Harsh yes. Podcast. Yeah. Candles also serve as a form of stress relievers. Correct. And you can also find them on Zalora. That's right. And if you want to save a bit of money when you're shopping on Zalora for any of these things, clothes, snacks, tech items, you can actually use these two promo codes specially for our Hush listeners. Okay? Yay! The first one is Hush30. For new customers, you get 30% off and 35% cashback. No minimum spend. Like 65% off, hello! That's incredible. But if you are existing customers like us, you can use Hush25 for 25% off plus 5% cashback with a minimum spend of $80. That's right. And oh, that one you can use multiple times because oh, it's for existing oh, customers. It? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 hey. oh. So if I cut out once and then I want more stuff, I can cut out again. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so these promo codes are valid from 24th until 30th June. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, so for about um from today lah to 30th mm, of June. That's right. All right, go get it, my girls. That's right. Guys. Correct, correct. Everybody can shop with Laura. And the best thing is, you know, the range of stuff that they have. They have kit items, home stuff, electronics, like they mentioned earlier. And the best thing is they deliver so quickly, right? If you need it like urgently, they even have next day delivery and it's free returns. So if it doesn't fit, you just send back. Uh. Yay! Yeah. All right. With that, we have come to the end of our three-part work from home special. Aww. Before we end, a reminder to all to be socially responsible, mm. okay? So that everything will go back to normal and we can't hang out with our friends outside, yeah? That's yeah. right. I think, you know, we really have to think about the community as a whole and being socially irresponsible could mean like, for example, you don't want to wear a mask when you go out or you hang out in groups of more Why than... Why sovereign men? <laughs> Garbage! <laughs> Uh, and, and you know like hanging out with, with people more than the gathering limit you know breaking the rules flouting the rules and stuff like that let's just do our best to try and minimize social contact so that we can all go back to normal that's right see a doctor if you're unwell and uh, most importantly wear your mask and wear it properly cover your mouth and your nose area okay everyone has a part to play in the fight against COVID-19 and being vigilant is critical if we want to keep our freedom Absolutely. And we hope that you take care of yourselves as well. Take care of your mental health. You know, put yourself first. As selfish as that sounds, but you know, if you're not going to be happy, people around you can't be happy. If you can't, you know, be happy and take care of yourself, you can't take care of people around you as well. That's right. Also, shout out to our frontliners, people who can't work from home to stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you so much once again for listening. My name is Hazel. I'm Azira. And I'm Jameen. Follow us on Spotify and turn on your push notification. And also, follow us on Instagram at itsclarity.co See you! See you!